Nintendo. Break. Come on. Ooh. Oh yeah. Check it out. Oh yeah. Let's go. Scratch. Check it out. Let's go. And stop. Scratch. Check it out. Break. Come on. Oh yeah. Scratch. Break. Come on. Scratch. Oh yeah. Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of November 27th, 2013. I am your host, Jose Otero, and this is a podcast brought to you by IGN, all about all things Nintendo. Joining me this week, Per Schneider. Hello. And Marty Sleva. Hey, everybody. We are a man down. Brian is away on vacation. Oh, no. Uh, and to our American listeners, uh, even if you're in foreign countries, happy holidays, man. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not Thanksgiving, there's yeah. probably another holiday. Is there yeah. a German equivalent of Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, we have something called Antedunkfest, yeah. which is not anything. Talk about not it. Not really celebrated. Does it have turkey? No, it's like, it's basically a harvest festival. Oh. It's better they than don't, No, we don't have turkeys. I mean, we. There's no turkeys in Germany? Turkeys are kind of like the, the cheap alternative. It's like the bad tasting chicken. It's poor people's yeah, birds. Yeah, it's yeah. poor people's chicken. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, we um, slaughter so many of them. No, no. <laughs> you, you can buy turkey everywhere, it but it's not. It sounds better than yeah. Festivus. Festivus, that's yeah, no. it's very cute. I know right. uh, we, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving the same way. We, you know, we kind of don't have, we didn't have Native Americans in Germany, really. Uh, you, know. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, uh, we had Goths and Visigoths and Germans. Goths? Like yeah. kids in black? Yeah, that's yeah, right. I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. All the Hot topic. And like Gauls and Normans running Covered, through all, all naked and, and <laughs> Picts getting lost This is a Vikings. great start. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. So, uh, really quickly, we have an episode for you planned. Uh, no impressions this week because uh, we can be talking about Mario and Zelda, I think, for the rest of the year because there's really not that many games left to talk about. Um, but we may go back and have some impressions in a future episode. We're definitely working on a Zelda spoiler cast. Do not be concerned. That will be coming eventually. In the meantime, play that. Enjoy that. We're going to start with some news. So this morning, the internet was uh, kind of disappointed, and for good reason. Super Mario 3D World sold 99,588 units in Japan. It was outsold almost 3 to 1 by Lightning Returns uh, Final Fantasy 13 on PS3 yeah. which disappointed a lot of people now they both came out the same day for context on the 21st of November so let's talk about that is well, it, I, does that that does not surprise me whatsoever I no mean, me neither it's Lightning Returns released on a 7 8 year old piece of hardware that had that long to have a massive install base in the country. Big install base, and it's, I mean, that is a big franchise That's in Japan franchise. still, right? Yeah, like, people like, love lightning over there. You, you'll see you'll see a Monster Hunter or Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest always open really big, yeah. and, uh, you know, on, I, I bet you, by the way, like a, a new Monster Hunter now, and you probably would have done a little better than Mario sure. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it does point towards the fact that the system did not, you know, fly off shelves right yep, off yep. the gate. The the install base is low. And, you know, Mario has definitely suffered a bit in Japan, too. And yeah. This is the lowest opening for Mario game, right? Yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, in Japan. At least uh, on the internet, the logic is being put together that Mario 3D Mario games have longer legs over time. Mm-hmm. So even though Final Fantasy, you know, Lightning Returns will be the hot buzz thing everyone's buying now, um, that... Mario will outsell that before year's end. So, yeah, that, and that's possible, right? Like, one thing that happened in the lifespan of the previous, of the DS as well, and, and the Wii certainly as well, was 
certain Nintendo franchises just kept on selling. And you heard yeah. this from third parties. They're like, yeah, you know, we, we released a new game, but we were outsold by a two-year-old game by yeah. Nintendo on this platform. And it's like, Nintendo franchises do have legs. You notice now, most of them are still full price, right? Like other games, awesome games like Far Cry yeah. or Assassin's Creed 3, you get them for like 20 bucks yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Mario games are 40 yep. to 50 like bucks. Mario right? Kart Wii is still full price. And that was still like one of those like top 10 charting games years yeah. after it came out, which is just sort of insane. So yeah, yeah it's it's... Uh, you know, I don't want to be apologist or anything, sure. but no, like the, no, the story on Mario sales is is not over. It's going to yeah. keep on selling, hopefully, uh, yeah. in Japan as well. But it's it's disappointing, right? It, yeah, it does show it that they're they're struggling. Yeah, yeah. and it's crazy. I, just like if this game doesn't move, like what could possibly move the move the consoles? Because this game is so good. It is like it's universally, there's no one who doesn't like this game. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all it's all true. Um, also on the list for software sales, just uh, pointing this out, a new Taiko Drum Master came out over there for Wii U. Uh, those things never get old, by the way. You remember Taiko Drum Master? Yeah, you I do. Played that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fun. Taiko uh, no Tatsujin. Yeah, <laughs> bang those drums. So uh, that that uh, showed up at the twelve number twelve spot. Uh, uh-huh. Nineteen thousand units, two hundred nineteen thousand two hundred sixty-five. Are we importing? Are you getting the? Uh, I'm gonna. I now you need the drum. I already talked to my friend. I was gonna import the, just the software and download it, but I heard you need the drum for it so i'm like well this wouldn't be that much so fun. i think i could fix nintendo's problems if they released that table flipping arcade game on wii u and you had to flip your gamepad <laughs> no, over that would not end well great would that be <laughs> that would we not keep end looking well for a reason for like to, to for the gamepad to actually exist that's yeah. it yeah no i, I want that's it. a whole other topic uh, <laughs> how the gamepad has not been proven all right uh more news for you uh, there was a slight meverse update uh just visually some less wasted space like there's two columns for communities now um it's a little different uh, a lot of folks are building this as well, getting ready for that 3DS update because 3DS Meverse is a thing. And it's probably true. Mm-hmm. So make sure you check out Meverse uh, if you haven't uh, today. Other stuff. Uh, today, Nintendo announced... Uh, this was an interesting announcement to wake up to as well at the same time. Um, Nintendo 3DS Guide Louvre. Now, you've heard... If you've heard... Of, if you followed the DS, excuse me, you know that uh, some museums in Japan use the DS as with assistant software and you would just kind of walk around, have audio commentaries, there'd be a map. It was it was kind of a cool thing, but I heard it was only in Japan. No, there's so th- this, the, the Colosseum in, in Italy did it for the DS oh, as well. As well okay, in Rome, okay, yeah. So like there, there's certain areas. I know it, it, it was in Japan and like the Tokyo Big Egg, the, the stadium supported yeah, yeah. it. Okay, interesting. Um, but so, yeah, I, I I was, you know, this year I went to Italy and I'm like, oh, look at this weird DS sign at the front. Oh, it was yeah. kind of tough to get it, like, you know, to, to figure out how to how to do it. But Sure. Yeah. So uh, so mm-hmm. this morning, via Nintendo, a special Nintendo Direct, I don't think was announced. Um, they basically revealed, yeah, we have this uh, Lurf software that you're going to be able to download for 20 bucks on December 2nd. I think that's great. I think that's great because, you know. Kids inherently do not enjoy museums where, you know, animals don't try to bite you or, like, you can hit a button and a tornado appears. So, you know. <laughs> where are science these museums? Dude, I gotta go science to all museums, museums are awesome. Oh, you gotta yeah. fight animals and make tornadoes? Yeah. Gotta yeah. go to the Exploratorium. Cologne Zoo. great. Cologne Zoo Aquarium, man. The piranha feeding is amazing. It's <laughs> wow. so cool. Yeah. Sometimes go kids fall in. And yeah. That doesn't <laughs> really feeding. happen. Yeah. No, but um, I, I think it's brilliant because the kids, you know, the moment you introduce technology, kids, yep. Inherently more interested, Absolutely. right? And like going around and going, like checking off, saying, "Oh, I saw, you know, I saw La, jo- La Joconde or whatever." Yeah. Like, you know, actually being able to use it as kind of like a little, well, little gamification. Is, you know, right? it's great uh, uh, in a way. I think yeah. it's cool because you know, no one, Microsoft or Sony is never going to do something like this. And, and I don't. To me, this is really cool. It's it's yeah. It's yeah. weird because like in order for that to truly work, you need to 
you need to market it, right? Like yeah. it, I felt the same way with a with a Coliseum thing. It's like you get you go there, you go like, oh shoot, I wish yeah. I had brought my DS. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Do you think we'll ever see that in America, like Colonial Williamsburg, or go to Amish they country? Had a, huh. They had um at uh, the ballpark in Seattle that you can uh, also from the DS. I don't know if this is on 3DS. Um, mm. You can order food like th- using your DS. There was like a menu oh, system. So you sort of download really cool. like an app. That's there cool. was a thing at yeah Seattle. Can you swap note with people. people? Yeah, huh? swap note. <laughs> Did you hear what happened? Swap notes gone. RIP. RIP. I mean, it still works. What but. if all the painting subjects appeared as me's in your? Oh my god! That if you could like so street cool. pass the Mona Lisa. Yeah. And she's all like, hmm, I'm smiling, but not really. (laughs) (laughs) I am maybe pleased to meet you. So uh, 600 images of artwork, 30 hours of audio commentary, and 400 3D photos of the museum's rooms. And the Nintendo Direct itself is kind of funny to watch because it's just Iwata and Miyamoto, like, really happy to be at a museum walking around. It was a cute little advertisement. They got a free trip to Paris. Also, I thought this was a little uh, interesting as well, that if you want a physical copy of this Nintendo 3DS guide, Louvre. You can buy one at the Louvre gift shop. So if you're ever in France, that, uh, for collectors, that's a thing. Yeah, Some people yeah, like to buy, like, yeah. hey, this is a rare you know, game that will never be printed like yeah. or mass-produced. This is kind of cool. So yeah, I think it's awesome. If you got trip plans, there you go. All right. So we should quickly talk about... Um, some of these announced bundles, unannounced bundles. Uh, call, and call them. You know what you want to call Black them. Black Friday deals. Door busters. Door busters. <laughs> I always thought that word, word is funny. Uh, so let's see. Let's go through them real quick. Uh, so first of all, this week, Nintendo, anna- this is an announced bundle. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon will get a Cobalt Blue bundle uh, bundle with the software um, 3DS. Excuse me. Is it an XL or a regular? I believe it's a regular for $169.99. Uh, on November 28th. So that's uh, Thanksgiving. That's mm. Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. Day. That's coming out. Um, let's see what else. Also, that Nintendo announced Luigi-themed Wii remotes will be bundled with Nintendo Land, which is going to be available for $60 on December 2nd. You're uh, Luigi, yo. Yep, so that's still going. Yeah. Uh, have you guys seen the, the Mario-Luigi-themed uh, Wii remotes, by Just the Just a picture. I haven't seen it in person. I bought yeah. one oh, yeah? uh, over the weekend. It's It seems really kitty. I don't know if I'll ever use it. Like, it's like just those really playful kid colors, yeah. like red and blue. And sure, I'm like, sure. I, I'm expecting like a Duplox like set to come <laughs> with it. What did you expect? <laughs> I don't know. I was just hoping it was something a little sleeker than that. Yeah. But it, it's, it's cool. Um, all right. What else? There was an unannounced Silver 3DS XL Luigi, uh, Mario and Luigi Dream Team bundle for $1.99. Yeah, it just appeared. Like, mm-hmm. a, a retailer source was just like, hey, we got this in, and Nintendo has. Yeah. Not announced this yet, so yeah. And yeah. we heard about it weeks ago, and yeah. you know, followed up with Nintendo for a comment. They just kind of shrugged their shoulders as they usually do. Classic same thing Nintendo. happened. Yeah, same thing that happened with the uh, Luigi, the year Luigi 2DS that yeah. everyone went nuts about. That ended up fake, sure, but this ended up apparently real. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. It's got like little pastel Mario's and Luigi's on it, right? Yeah, like checkered. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it, uh, no, the, no, you're thinking of the one in Japan. The Dream Team, uh, 3DS XL in Japan is, uh, has the checkered look. This one is silver and it has a Mario and Luigi logo. Oh, really? Yeah, on it. It's a little different. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but still cool. Um, so here's your Black Friday deals. Target will have a deal on Nintendo 3DS XL for $149.99, and that'll be running from November 28th to the 30th. This includes the new gold Zelda 3DS XL, which is sweet. Yeah, That's great. Pair bought one. I bought one. It's great. I Uh, love it. I love the way it looks. Cool. Uh, Walmart will have a Nintendo 2DS for $99. Mm. 
That's pretty cool. I'm yeah. thinking of getting one for my sister because uh, my niece plays Animal Crossing and I'd like them to play together. Yeah, that's a hot, so, that's yeah. a hot price point right there. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Also interesting, like to me, because last you know now last gen is old. Uh, 360 four gigabyte is 99 bucks as well. That's crazy to think about. It oh yeah, yeah. Forget the storage capacity. Obviously that's crap. But damn. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, pretty that's good. Yeah. yeah. 99 bucks. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what else. I think that's it. Just uh, ch- make sure you check out the Black Friday uh, deals wiki we have on IGN. Yeah. There's a bunch. We we've got flyers, circulars, everything yeah. you can think of. If you want to buy a new TV, there's a bunch of like listings for prices in there as well. So my recommendation is that up. you price match on Amazon and not leave your house. Yeah. That's my pro like tip right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, you see, you sometimes see these videos of of people storming Walmart stores oh. and grabbing stuff, and you're like, you're watching, and you're like, I don't think he knows what he just grabbed. Yep. You know, he's just grabbing it because others, and that, that looks just completely it's a PR nightmare me. and, I mean yeah. you know over the weekend someone is going to die there's yeah. going to be a news story that's like someone died because it got trampled at a yeah. service merchandise in Poughkeepsie D- discount bag of marshmallows yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it was worth yeah. it yeah. <laughs> they were squishy <laughs> so sad yet so funny alright so um, for the rest of the episode we're going to focus on your emails by the way thank you for sending an emails to nvc at ign.com uh, we read all of them and also thank you for the iTunes reviews uh, we've been reading those as well and they've been really good if you have feedback feel free to leave that um, the, on iTunes send us an email or even uh, leave a comment in the post where this uh, podcast appears so pair. What do you got for emails? We got a lot of emails. Thank you so much, everybody who wrote in. Obviously, we can't read them all, so you know, um, we've only selected a, a few that we that we can answer and that we haven't answered before. If you want to email us, just email nvc at ign.com. And you know, I swear we we all read your emails. We may not respond, but we read all of them between us, and uh, we pick some to read on the on the show. Of mm-hmm. course, keep your questions. Shorter, please. <laughs> it's easier. It's, it's easier. It's easier to read. So, um, first question is from um, from Matt, uh, who's a big fan of the show. Um, he is asking why we think that they don't allow you to play Wii games that were formatted with the GameCube Classic controller support and Wii Virtual Console games with a Wii U gamepad and Wii U Pro controller. Um, he's saying there is no reason GameCube formatted games and Classic controller games couldn't be played with a gamepad. Um, so I mean, it it seems like I, I have a feeling. I mean, for for direct emulated stuff, it's going to come. Sure. Right? But yeah. for the the issue is still when it switches to Wii mode, right? Yeah. It's a completely different. Like you're yeah. running basically, your Wii U is running an emulation in in what used to be the Wii, and it yeah. doesn't know about that. Yeah. And, and the way systems work, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it's sort of segmented or separated that way, you don't want to make a lot of heavy changes. Even yeah. introducing something like a controller could yeah. upend what you're doing. Um, yeah. You hear that a lot about game design, but I want to assume that's also the case with OS. It is kind of bull that yeah. you can't yep. use your gamepad that has all the buttons it yep. needs right on it. Um, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, maybe it hasn't happened and not for lack of, you know, trying, for example, yeah. and just saying, well, how unstable can we make this, you know? Yeah. So, and, and the question with everything is always usage, right? If, if a feature gets a lot of usage, developers will support it and, and upgrade the experience. Yeah. But I have a feeling that we're really at the tail end of Wii, traditional Wii game usage, mm-hmm. um, you know, and some of those games, probably Nintendo is better off at re-releasing, right? Bringing out a Sunshine uh, or uh, or a uh, 
a galaxy pack yeah, or, or a triple collection or something yeah. yeah where they can just update the code test it make sure it runs rather than trying to figure out how to change the emulator yeah, yeah. I mean it is you know it's a bummer because there are a handful of, of especially later Wii games like I mentioned Xenoblade and the what's the last not the last resort what was it uh, the last story last story yeah. that mm. uh, the last resort I guess it could be that too uh these are games I've wanted to play, and I would absolutely play them if I could just play them on my gamepad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I just lay in bed. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. you know, there was that patch that uh, allowed the gamepad support as a second display. I'm legitimately never going to do that. Yeah. And there are some people who kind of like, you know, they frowned or whatever over it. But I was like, well, you know, if you look on the internet, there were a lot of people doing that with iPads. Yeah. They were getting an emulator for their iPad or for their Android, and then they were just tethering uh, uh, through Bluetooth sure. a Wii remote and a classic controller yeah. and just putting the, the iPad on, on a, as a display. Yeah. So I'm sure that's where the idea came from, but at the same time, it's just not convenient. And you have the buttons built right in. Yeah, no, totally. That's I feel like there, there's like a dozen little, little tweaks. That can make the Wii U something like incredible, and that's mm-hmm. that's one of them. And they yeah. may and they may come, right? I mean, oh, yeah. we we haven't seen really the 3DS Wii U connection yep. played up yet, and you know, Nintendo tried in the past to tether yeah. a handheld yeah. in a console, and Wii U is kind of like the solution. They're saying, oh, nobody was doing it, therefore we're going to ship it with the handheld yeah. um, built in. Yeah, and I hate to rail on Nintendo, yeah. but I feel like the Virtual Console was just totally mishandled. Like p- yeah. taking Virtual Console from Wii and putting it on Wii U should not have been. We need to re-release everything. It really yeah. shouldn't have been. There should have been a better solution in place from the beginning. When these games started showing up, you should have considered, "Hey, we're going to have future systems. Are we going to be in a situation where we need to put move these forward or not?" Yeah. And if there was a software solution for that, which we don't know, you know, maybe there isn't. But it's just something that I wonder if it was also lack of sight, I, foresight. I think they'll have more foresight in the future. So next question comes from mm-hmm. Ryan. I wanted to ask you guys if you think Nintendo would add a better, easier way to turn off the Wii U gamepad in order to save battery life. You know, uh, you know, the battery runs low on the tablet when I'm multitasking between Wind Waker and other stuff. I wish I could just turn it off faster and more efficiently. And thanks. Keep up the amazing job. Thank you. Um, I totally agree. I mean, yeah. I have a couple of games where the gamepad just mirrors what's on the screen, yeah. and you have no control over yeah. it. And to me, that's just it's just silly oversight. It yeah. is, you know? yeah. And no, I, I have I have run low on the gamepad, and then I had to like unplug my cradle and pull out the cable and like to keep on playing. And I yeah. th- because you can't just plop in a new battery or have another controller to play. Sure, it you can so, plop yeah. in a new battery, but you have to import it or trust third party. <laughs> um, I'm importing one again. I got Greg Miller's in Japan right now, and yeah. he's bringing me another one. The, is it imp- Mad Cats? The, no, this is an official Nintendo-made oh. battery that uh, extends the battery life from five to eight hours, which is great, Ooh, by the way. Yeah. I love it. Um, that's why I had to get another one because I have another Wii U at home, and I was and I'm using it, noticing, oh crap, I got to plug this in again really fast. Yeah, Jose <coughs> Otero, don't keep that don't keep that knowledge to yourself, man. What I would have loved to have an eight hour battery. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's cool, but I I think it's just one of those things where a, oh sorry no no, no no this this feature it's like I think developers will figure it out you yeah. know and and sure uh, yeah. like if you it, what, what irks me a little bit is there's no standard right I wish mm-hmm. Nintendo had kind of a standard sheet for developers saying here's how you enable mirroring yep. or off-screen gameplay. Yeah, like, you know, in, in some games, you have to go deep into a menu to switch it. Well, in some games, the button on the it's the button on yeah. the gamepad. Yeah, and yeah, even a solution like a... Because there is a way to turn the mm-hmm. gamepad screen off while you're playing, right? I remember when I, when, uh, we were, when I was reviewing New Super yeah. uh, Mario Bros. U, um, there was a way to jump in and do that so I wouldn't have the mirror on the whole time because I was just using the TV and a Wii remote. I didn't need the gamepad to play it. 
Um, but even just a simple button you press, like you press home, there it is. Turn yeah. off gamepad. Like just yeah. tap that, move on. Yep. Well, they know? could have done a cycle too. If you do the game, the off screen switch that one of the states is gamepad off, it shows gamepad off. Then you hit it again, it goes on screen. Then you hit it again, it's mirrored play, right? Like yep. they could have done a standard like that. But yeah, yeah I mean, you, you can go into the into the menus and, and turn it off, turn but it, it, off. Is yeah. a, it is a pain in the ass and yep. it's not always the same. Cool. Um, next question is from Patty Cakes 1984. Is that his real name? It sounds like Bobby on 1984 right now. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Is it a Call of Duty question? This is Patty Cakes. <laughs> no, it's Call of Duty. Just keep going. Then you know it's Bobby. <laughs> Some of the gameplay, play, 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 play. Uh, love the podcast. I deliver a paper route every Thursday. And love listening to NVC while I throw. That's great. Nice. And, you know, I have a lot of... Uh, uh, I, I used to, uh, I, when I was um, in between college and mm-hmm. university, I, I used to do a paper route. Yep, and it was here. so brutal. Yep. Man, this was in Germany in the winter at like 3 a.m. or yeah. 4 a.m. It was even throw the newspaper. It was like minus 4,000 de- yeah. degrees. <sighs> yeah. I used to listen to the podcast on my paper route. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's a handy thing to, to bring, right? I have a suggestion. You guys play awesome music throughout the podcast. This past one, you played something that I assume was from Super Mario 3D Land and A Link Between Worlds, and I fell in love with each one of them. There's the problem, though. I have to guess what it is um, gracing mm-hmm. my eardrums. You guys should totally list what the music is somewhere. Okay. Uh, and we've gotten this question a lot. Actually, you know, at first we used to get a lot of uh, take the music out. Like, I, I just want to hear what? you guys talk. Shaw. Yeah, but um, I, I like music. I like yeah. breaks. Yep, we'll start listing it. Um, I kind of wish a listener would build a wiki of <laughs> what music we've used because I'm starting to reach the point too where I'm like, have we used this yet? I don't know. Oh, this is a remix. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, wish, know, uh, I, w- I wish a user would build a, a, a wiki and actually figure out what episode number we're on. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, All the other podcasts are like, welcome to episode 422. To, Do we need like, an episode number too? I mean to ask you that. Well, like, I kind of want to know you when should. we reach 500 or something yeah. that we can do like a little live broadcast right. thing, bring in fans. Right? I yeah. think we're at... Th- mm. Right, you don't guess. know. You're just no, making I it up. I saw a now. number somewhere. Where it was like, <sighs> do you even know what the first digit is? I think we're at 150, but anyway, I if, don't know for sure. If anybody wants to, um, if anybody <laughs> wants to update a wiki with some basic information on the show, I'll set up ign.com/wiki/nvc. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think so if any of you guys want to contribute, um, you know, do yeah. do that. If not, no hard feelings because yeah. we're obviously too lazy. Okay? Funny side story. When I got this job, <laughs> one of the first things I did was build a huge table of music I wanted to use on the podcast. And I've been going back to that table for everything we've used so far, except last week. And that was a song from Super Mario 3D World, not 3D Land, and from the new Zelda. Cool. Yeah. I just, I really like video game music. I think it needs to be put front and center more often. It's, so. it was, yeah. I mean, the moment I played Final Fantasy IV on uh, the Super Famicom, I was like, this music is so yeah, amazing. Yeah. I can't believe, like, the compositions themselves were so good. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, like, you hear Uematsu's stuff played by an orchestra, and you're like, this is, this you is know, outstanding. this is like, you know, John Williams, and in, in some cases, like, classic yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's it deserves, really yeah. good. Yeah. It deserves to be, yeah. Sp- yeah. For, yeah, spotlight from time to time. Especially no, those two games agree. you just mentioned, like, uh, Link Between Worlds and uh, 3D World both have incredible music. Yeah, like, yeah. I agree. Two of the best scores of the year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question is from Don Weasel. Awesome name. Um, we we throwback question. The Wii was known for its lackluster third-party support, but there were a small uh, number of solid third-party exclusives, uh, which could be a cornucopia when compared to the fate of Wii U. We don't know that yet, so let's wait. But yeah, yeah it's only maybe. year one, guys. Um, so you list some. No more heroes. 
De Blob, remember that one yeah. from THQ? Mm-hmm. Boom Blocks. Yeah. I loved Boom Blocks. Yeah, um, right. Zack and Wiki was good. Yeah. Little King's Story. Boy and His Blob. Um, mm-hmm. Real Steel. Didn't, I didn't like Boy and His Blob that much. <laughs> Real, Steel. Real Steel. I did not like Real Steel. Good Lord. <laughs> Excite Truck, which was cool. Uh, Rabbits Go Home, uh, Conduit. So yeah, there were there were a couple of decent games. Mm-hmm. Um, over the lifespan of the console, are we likely to see any t- titles like these apart from Bayonetta and X? Well, X is actually Nintendo published. Bayonetta is Nintendo published. So a little different from from these games, right? Or is it just Assassin's Creed and uh, Call of Duties from here on in? I think it uh, it it just it's kind of like unfortunately this ties into what Reggie keeps talking about, where until the install base goes up, third parties aren't going to take a chance on it. Um, I mean, look at the Wii. Look at that install base and how like that thing was a success on all fronts a hundred thousand sold uh, i mean over time but whatever the point is when you have a bigger install base third parties look at that and go okay well what can we do for that now yeah i mean also i think we're we're entering an age where third party exclusives are becoming endangered on the Mm -hmm. verge of extinction oh it's been endangered yeah Yeah, i I mean you have something like titanfall which is only coming to you know microsoft platforms but that's few and far between now yeah like games are too expensive to to put on just one console and and unless you're able to shill out what i'm assuming microsoft paid you know respawn a ton of money for yeah. that game so yeah. but here's the challenge for the wii u right the porting from the playstation 4 to the xbox one is pretty simple um but the wii falls in line with the playstation 3 and the xbox 360 mm-hmm. so yeah. as the software for those machines dries up um, I do think you're going to see fewer ports. Yeah. So I'd be surprised if next year we're going to see an Assassin's Creed on the Wii U, unless there is still a last-gen SKU for oh, there were, Xbox oh, there were, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think for the next two years, you'll still see a last-gen SKU for yeah. both Assassins and Call of Duty, maybe even Watch three. Dogs we got, obviously. But, yeah. but so that's the big question is, um, you know, in, in the absence of Nintendo forging new kind of partnerships and giving incentives to companies to, to make games, which could be lowering the licensing fee, right? Yep. Like making it more palatable for third parties to create these games. Um, they need to benefit from the 360 and PS3 ports, unfortunately. So my advice to people who want to see more games is buy them. I mean, Assassin's Creed 4 is a great game. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Ignore the first two hours where you're just running around again and it's a little boring. Once you get that chip, it's awesome, yeah. man. It's like it's like Wind Waker Creed. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> play play that buy that game. You know, that's mm-hmm. how you show a company that there is a viable market for for Wii U titles. Mm-hmm. Um, Call of Duty to me is a tough sell. Like I would never buy it on the Wii U because the online uh, player base is not there. Yeah, you play right? where your friends are. Yeah, yeah, and so that to me is just kind of um, but yeah, there could be other games, right? There are other games that came out give on, me, on you Batman, know, they, Batman came out. You, give me that Boom Blocks, man. Give me an update to that, please. Spielberg, what yeah. you doing? But like I'm making de- Lincoln too. You brought up like Demon Souls and yeah. all those yeah. games. Oh, Demon you know, Souls is Dark a perfect Souls. fit for Wii U. And yeah. it, it, every time a new third-party game gets announced, and Nintendo is not part of that mm-hmm. like initial bumper or rollout or whatever, it is the most disappointing thing in the world. Yeah. Dark Souls Two is a perfect fit for Wii U. A game that never pauses, that you have to ju- jumble inventory and try not to die. Yeah perfect yeah. you have two screens to do that and no one is making that a thing mm-hmm. and Tomb Raider could have been a fairly simple port yeah. over to so there, there were Bioshock many games may have been but remember Ken Levine was in that yeah. uh, Nintendo announcement rollout totally. thing oh. yeah and so that's the it's an open question right we don't know the answer we'll see yeah. but if you if you are interested in games like Batman or Deus Ex which by the way again I love that game you should play it if you haven't yet and get it on Wii U mm-hmm. uh, Batman is your closest thing to a 3D Metroid that you know at least Arkham City uh, a little sure. bit more than, than the last one um, play those buy, buy two em. copies 
now that's a little crazy. That, yeah, let's not get crazy now. Um, question is from j92 allen love the show just wondering having bought a wii u last month is there a real reason to worry about the wii u being abandoned in light of the diminished third-party support so tying right into this question and the disparity um, of sales compared to the the new gen consoles like the ps4 i love my nintendo games don't want my wii u purchase to become a wasted one what do you guys think do you think <laughs> do you think the wii u is going to have a shorter uh, short lifespan uh I do absolutely. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think uh, I think uh, Nintendo will will in maybe two to three years uh, uh, highlight what their next move is. Yeah. Well, they yeah. almost have to because they work sure. on a five year cycle anyway. Yeah. So I yeah. think two, three year, two years makes sense. Yeah. But anything shorter than that, I don't think they yeah. would. I mean, I don't. I'm personally, I, I'm assuming my Wii U is going to be my Nintendo machine, and I'm perfectly happy with that. Yeah. If it's three, four games a year. But it I'm is the alternative, like the second console in yeah. your house, right? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. think uh, I mean, with the Wii, they got away with that, and that's how they pitched it. With this one, they didn't really pitch it to consumers that yeah. way. Yeah. But it's I mean, becoming I th- that again. I don't know. If you want to be a well-rounded gamer, I think you sort of need multiple consoles. You're yeah. going to miss out on so no. much. Imagine if you didn't have a Wii or 360 or PS3. I guess less 360. I don't know. There's not a ton of 360 exclusives I'm crazy about, but like, man, if I missed out on PS3 or Wii games, like, that would have sucked. Yeah, yeah, to me, I mean, I will always buy a Nintendo home console yeah. for the first party stuff, right? Sure. And like seeing some of the the acquired stuff like Bayonetta is cool too. Yeah, so even Shovel Knight is kind of cool. Yeah. Indie stuff. Yeah. So they're trying. I, I do think it's going to have a shorter lifespan, but I think that's okay. I mean, like, Nintendo models themselves after Apple a lot of times and Apple has the fastest turnaround of any tech Jeez, company when yeah. it comes to new product, right? Like they have an annual new product and it totally works for them. Yeah. So there's no reason why Nintendo couldn't take a route like that. Um, certainly, you know, first of all, the 3DS is doing really, really well, right? Yeah. So Nintendo is focusing a lot on that machine which could come at the detriment of some of the Wii U development yeah. too, right? Yeah. Um, but that said, Man, there's going to be awesome games for that system, right? We already see Smash Brothers and Mario Kart coming out. Those are just the games that are announced. There'll be more announcements, and I got to think big franchises like Metroid are going to make a comeback. There's no way around it. have been saying that for years. (laughs) Well, they have, right? I've been saying F-Zero for years, too. Yeah. No, I've always said... I've always said they didn't sell, so... Okay. I'm always surprised when an F-Zero comes out, Did Other M sell, though? Huh? did okay it didn't yeah. didn't do yeah. that well but it also wasn't that amazing right yeah. but um so i don't i don't think it's going to be like next year is dead you're going to get a bunch of great oh, games absolutely. and you're going to get at least two years out of it you say yeah and oh, so yeah definitely yeah. oh more than that yeah. and i think that's the the bottom line is are you willing to pay 250 bucks to play games like mario zelda um you know metroid and all that to me the answer is of course yeah right? if you listen to this podcast i assume the answer is of course yeah yeah, yeah that too no actually you'd be surprised how many people listen who don't own wii u but mm-hmm. maybe they'll have a 3ds yeah. or they, oh yeah that's yeah, true yeah. they're just keeping up yeah. sure sure i think uh ultimately just plaf- to answer part of this question and i agree with some both of you a little on this i think um 
it really depends if the platform has the genres you want. I think if you're really into third party, I think Wii U is not the place you need to be right now. Mm -hmm. um, but if you just bought it and your Nintendo exclusives is what you want, which is what I got it for, yeah, exactly that. Like, go with that. Yep. Um, so we we answered Brian Lure's question at the same time. Uh, one of our faithful Australian listeners. Um, you don't listen to the pub the pubcast, the crazy Australian podcast. <laughs> that is the most confusing pub, pub podcast. It's, it's on probably the part of it's at the pub part. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did they record we at a pub? Oh, uh, I don't know, but no. they are drunk. Oh, for yeah. For sure. Yeah. NVC after dark. Yeah. Next you should, week. You should, <laughs> we'll tell you what you really think <laughs> about the Wii U. <laughs> Check out our Australian podcast uh, yeah. and, and, and really let us know what you think. It's very, very strange. They, have some, they had a bungee guest on. Did they get him drunk? Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. A couple weeks it, ago. You don't know if that really was somebody from Bungie or one of the Australians. Just <laughs> <laughs> They all sound <laughs> the same. What are um, you saying, no, there? No, can't be trusted. All right. So, yeah, he asked also, you know, now that we've spent some time with the, the next-gen consoles, which, by the way, are no longer next-gen consoles. Everything is now current-gen. Okay, no. So what, yes. at what point gen. do we stop writing next-gen and current? Like, what's what's the last-gen? So is Dark Souls coming out for a okay, last-gen console? Tell me yep. the difference. Current-gen. Tell me the... So there's two current-gen consoles. Oh, I see. You're talking about the last-gen Yeah, consoles. like, what, what what's Dark Souls and Lightning Returns and Murdered Soul Suspect coming out on last-gen consoles? We've got last-gen, we've got current-gen now, oh, and next-gen is PlayStation 5. And Xbox 2. Yeah. <laughs> and Wii U is absolutely... No, it'll be 2 with Wii the T-O-O. Yeah. Wii yeah. U is in the same generation, time-wise, as the other platforms. Oh, Some people argue yeah. that it is not the same generation hardware-wise, but that's such an arbitrary, that, weird comparison. Was that argument thrown when the Wii was a thing, too? Because that was mm. also on pre technically on previous you, hardware. I think you... I mean, you could make the argument that it was last-generation hardware, but it was the current generation or the next generation yeah. of consoles, no, so it yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah, when we... But whatever, five years from now, we're talking about Game of the Generation... Yeah. Stuff like Mario's yeah. gonna be in that. Yep. So, exactly. so to me, I mean, the just looking at the the two new consoles that came out, um, you know, I've tried, I've started to play on PlayStation Four. Actually, bought a lot of the third party titles on PlayStation Four for two reasons. One, you know, that, all that talk about the them running a little better and running at 1080p. You know, I just kind of got swept up in that and said, okay, well, if everything else is created equal, and, and my friends have a PlayStation Four and an Xbox One, I'm going to buy more of those games on the PlayStation. This is completely different from the last generation sure. where I owned all consoles and I bought almost all of the third-party games on the Xbox 360 yeah, because of Xbox Live and everything. Yep. And so I'm not sure how it's going to shake out yet, but I do think, you know, whenever there's a game that is also on Wii U, I'm going to probably buy it on the PlayStation 4 or the, the Xbox One. Sure. Simply yeah. because of the, the visual differences yeah. and the online, you know, uh, just... And, we, and we all bought those 360 third-party games because all mm -hmm. of our friends were on 360 totally. and, and Xbox Live was the, the place to play it. I yep. kind of do wonder now, because to your point how this is all going to shake out mm -hmm. yeah. with these new, like, it seems like Sony has their act together for the most part, yep. this generation versus last. For sure. Yeah. But with other games like, you know, like Batman or Deus Ex, I wish I had bought the Wii U version, quite frankly, because I'm going to disconnect my 360, but I'm going to keep my Wii U hooked up. So, That's a good you point. Know, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is such a pain that those aren't backwards compatible. Yeah. Yeah, that, that has been the biggest blow to me, this console generation, and it's the reason why I haven't bought a yeah. new console yet. I yeah. was like, I have no backwards compatibility to save me from some of these really mediocre games that I'm just not interested G in. GTA, I'm not done with it yet, and I want to keep playing it. Exactly. So now I have to keep my 360 hooked up. Yeah, but there's going to be stuff, you know, yeah. a ton of great Last games. Last of Us uh, yeah. DLCs coming. Last of Us DLC. Yeah. Yeah, like it's Dark Souls. And uh, Gran Turismo is coming out this month. That's right. For the PlayStation Mighty Number no. 9 is coming out in 2015. Uh, yeah, it's coming out with. I'll play it there yeah. or right. on 3DS. Next question, I'm, I'm reading it because he introduces himself and says, Hello, I'm Jesus. 
Um, no, this is Jesus Garcia, uh, and he wanted to know if guys could uh, could we maybe have an episode dedicated to the Nintendo 64. I would love to hear all your opinions on the console and memories. Yes, that is in the works. Uh, thank you, Jesus. I never thought I'd say that, but uh, thank you, really Jesus, good. for uh, for that email. No, we, we've got it in uh, we've got it in, in the in the can. Uh, it's it's coming. Uh, we started planning yesterday. We're trying to get some interesting guests on. So some really good guests are coming. From well, don't promise anything because it, it could it could just be Marty one good again. One. No, we got one good one for sure. Uh, unless right. something really screw up happens can we but, get the uh, uh, kids who were in like the Star Fox video the VHS that came <laughs> and, like the Banjo-Kazooie video hmm, can we get maybe. the kids that were in that maybe. Oh, I want the Zelda commercial kid oh who's probably God. like 60 now yeah find Ch- him check tides where is he now <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. wait the saddest where are you uh-huh. wait which Zelda commercial the you old one or yeah, the guy no, who was before like that. who yeah. was wigging out who was like Aah! no NES one old yeah that's one. the one I'm talking yeah. about with the yeah. curly hair and the Kramer from Seinfeld but he wasn't yeah no we gotta find that guy if you are that guy contact us find him um this is uh sorry i forgot to mention the name i write down the name of this guy but uh sorry uh, i'm planning to buy a ps4 the, in the christmas and wii u in the summer but my biggest fear is that the console will only be supported oh we already have this i'm mm. sorry yeah but like he's interested in playing zelda wii u um wind waker hd super mario 3d world bayonetta 2 so you already mentioned four games right like divide the price of a wii u by four and that's the surcharge you have to pay right now for each game probably by the time you're going to buy it in the summer these games are going to be way cheaper at least bayonetta 2 is probably going to be cheaper um we'll see well was bayonetta 2 going to be out but by no summer? no no you're right um but hopefully some of these games are going to be sure. cheaper yeah. and you know it's it's going to you're going to break even yeah. versus ba- buying completely new It'll games like i wouldn't worry about that price yeah. drop or something yeah games. eventually next question is from uh, daniel i have one question about the eShop and the sd card memory of the 3ds and i think you guys are the, uh, there to answer it um and, you know, I don't know about the rest of the 3DS owners, but I just love how Nintendo is using the eShop to dig- digitally sell their games. We do, too. Uh, makes it possible for me to carry around more than three or four games without the need to carry around a lot of game cards. I travel a lot, um, blah, blah, blah. I also know uh, that the 3DS system only allows the SD card to be up to 32 gigs, and that is already a lot of blocks to use. However, is it possible to use two different SD cards in the same system with different games and apps on each one, just in case one of them gets full? Yes. You can. Okay. As long as okay. the the games are purchased on that platform, the mm-hmm. the platform doesn't care what SD card you have in. And honestly, I mean, when you upgrade your SD card, right? If you're not changing your system, all you have to do on a computer is copy yep, the data from one SD card to the next. Yeah. It's completely yeah. painless, and the system will recognize them. What you can't do then, of course, is take <laughs> that <laughs> SD card, put it in a different machine. Sure. Yeah. Also, if only the system transfer were that easy, but it's not. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, well. copying the contents of the SD card over a computer works like magic. Like you should do that if you upgrade a card. I did. I'm using it. Is anyone here still using a, the four gig card that it came with? No. Yeah, I'm using a 32. Same here. And yeah. by the way, you said only up to 32 gigs. Obviously, it's a lot of space for hand- handheld games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's going to fit. Well, Nintendo games are v- Nintendo published games at least are very conservative with yeah. how many yeah. blocks they are. They're never that even yeah, yeah. Big. E- even Mario 3D World on the Wii U is only a gig and a half. It's surprising. Tiny. Right? Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Wonderful so, 101 is 10 gigs. Yeah. So I talked I talked to a friend about that, and I, I think part of that is because Nintendo, as a developer, grew up with the cartridge limitations and oh, has yeah. always been really frugal about how they use that. 
that space. Yeah. yeah. But you you can see, you know, now they're busting out of it with games like Pikmin, where they're yep. like, oh, now we have all the space, so we're not going to have to compress as much as we used to. Well, yeah, even but, during the, the DVD era, like, mm-hmm. I mean, when DVDs became part of, like, consoles with PlayStation 2 and Xbox, Nintendo was giving themselves a limitation because of the, mm-hmm. the disc that they had. Yep. Their proprietary format was only, like, what, one and a half gigs? Something like that? Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. It's so pretty awesome, huh? They're used to working that way. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, absolutely SD cards. Uh, it's uh, you can be pretty flexible with it, and they could actually issue a firmware update in the in the future where you can go higher than thirty two gigs. Sixty four. Right? That's uh, the that is just kind of what it can support right now. It doesn't mean that a future firmware yeah, update can't I mean, up it. Have you guys come close to filling up? No, 32? I don't. Yeah. So that, that's the weird thing, though. I find is that, uh, and this applies to 3ds and Vita. There's no way to really check how much free space you have. That's true. That's intuitive. You yeah. know, like show me a graph. Show me a big pie. Chart and be yeah. like, okay, this is how much space. Yeah, you like got. Apple does it, or like if you look at an external hard drive on a computer, you can see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, but they. Uh, I, I'm nowhere near maxing out on 3ds. Yeah, and every game I bought is digital. Yeah, I, I haven't bought a retail game on even with Zelda. I bought that digital. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next question is: Hey, I wanted to know whether you guys think it's feasible that there will be an endless ocean game on Wii U, particularly after playing the underwater portions of Assassin's Creed 4. Spoiler. Not really. I think they could make a great-looking game and that the Wii U controller would work very well for the franchise. For example, having the zoomed-in interactions take place on the touchscreen and so forth. Pet you guys the fish. play it? You guys you play it? The fish yeah. Yeah. I think it would be cool on Wii U. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll happen. I don't know how well it sold. I think it tanked. Ooh, oh, fish tank. Oh, look what you did. <laughs> I know. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll show myself out. No, it so didn't. So was it, Endless Ocean just part of that wave... Good oh, <laughs> of, of expanded audience and going for the expanded audience, a game that was, you know, not traditional in every way. I think it was a shot in the blue. Just. <laughs> oh, God, this is just getting worse. This is just a flood mm. of jokes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, so. my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is terrible. This is so bad. I'm sorry. Right. We're um, you know what? I think it Shut was... Up. I think uh, you know there were a lot of kind of uh, uh, new developers trying trying different things on uh, on the past platforms. The yeah. Wii, remember the Wii was such a huge success that third parties who had said, "Oh, that's never going to work. We're not going to make games for it. We're just going to try some dinky little mini game collection." Everybody then went back to the table and said, "Oh, we got to do some original stuff that is more kind of like broad, general, mainstream gaming stuff, right?" And so we yeah. saw a lot of that software. I feel like Endless Ocean was one of those games where. You know, the developers started with the idea of, like, what is something that everyone can play? Sure. And people love the ocean and fish. Yeah. Well, well, Endless Ocean, uh, Africa on PS3, Mm -hmm. Pokemon Snap on N64. Like, those were games. Or even Flower Flow. Yeah, we're all, like, just weird games that I feel like, yeah, that gamepad would work really well with that. But it depends on, like, what is the hook and would this sell is the question. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, something that is more akin to uh, to Animal Crossing, like a slow-moving game where the... uh, the objective is to collect, right? Like yeah, to but find that all fish ain't going to look more magical on in HD. I don't know. I'm just like, what's, uh, what's the deal? Well, you know, I, I first of all, I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. I think that franchise didn't do well enough, but could it? It got a sure. sequel. It would didn't be... Didn't Endless uh, Ocean get a sequel? Yeah. I mean, it's Endless. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just keeps going. It's better than the fish I haven't, I haven't heard anything, so you guys haven't heard anything either, right? All right. No. Um, quick question from... Do, 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 do. From... Uh, shoot. I need to write down your guys' names. Quick question from Love the Podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Sorry. Yeah. Can you give us a quick explanation of how the Nintendo Zone stuff works? Do you uh, have to actually have an open Nintendo Zone for Street Pass to work, or can my 3DS be in sleep mode? Will it pick up other Miis? I live in Delaware and usually get only uh, a new Street Pass tag at GameStop. I haven't had a single tag from the 
Nintendo zones at Starbucks or McDonald's since the update in September. So have you gotten anything on Nintendo Zone? Because when I'm near one, I just if the 3DS is open, I get it's flat like the icon flashes. It yeah. says there is a Nintendo Zone nearby, and yeah. then I open Nintendo Zone. And God knows what happens. So I'm, got, I'm glad this question is here, actually, because I've never taken the time to look so, up how to do this. So the update was supposed to, in the U.S., introduce the relay system, right, that they had in, in Japan earlier, where the last six users who actually passed by that Nintendo zone are stored. They're, they're a Miis. Um, I would then appear on your system. And you don't have to. It's, it's a relay, so you don't actually have to open your system, go into the Nintendo zone app um, for that to happen. But I'm surprised that he's not getting anyone mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah but we had instances ma- in the office where even street pass were like with two 3ds's that were right next to each other wouldn't street pass that's right true. away that's so true and sometimes i don't know why that happens but it does and there's also the challenge in the mix that even though there is a new version available um you know maybe they didn't update yet or um or maybe something's broken over there or they sure, didn't sure. turn it on you don't know right like user error is in the mix but um if you see i mean a bunch of people have um, have kind of tricked routers into sending the same signal. Yeah. Like you can, you can <laughs> hack it. it. Best Buy. <laughs> One of our engineers played around with it and created a virtual Best Buy at IGN to um, just to kind of see how the tech works. Oh, that was and in the building. I yeah. just thought he did that at home. No, Crap. he. Crap. Yeah. He, tr- he tried that out. So yes, you're supposed. There are two things, right? You're supposed to get these me's, but you can also open the app and you can download stuff and uh, mm-hmm. you know try it again. Go to McDonald's or maybe just you know smack. Uh, uh, in, into into their their street pass machine and see if you can restart it. Uh, <laughs> Run head first. Something's broken there. Uh, hey guys, I was just wondering if the girl in the elevator at the beginning of the last <laughs> Nintendo Direct was in fact Audrey Drake. No. Yes, it was yes, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was Audrey. Uh, you know, she works on localization up uh, in the in yeah. the magical treehouse. Yeah. So she got, right. um, she got her SAG card. She did a little. Yeah, yeah. she did a little. Uh, she did a little cameo there. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the look. I mean, the Nintendo Direct stuff. It's funny, right? Like for a for a huge company like that. It's still like the PR leads and, you know, like some of their internal guys who appear in this program and they don't hire, you know, presenters. Yeah, and, well, yeah. Treehouse you know. is also yeah. product marketing. Like, let's yep. be clear, you know, most people just call it Treehouse, but mm-hmm. it is like how do we mar- – it's it's localization and product yep. marketing and I don't know what else. Yeah. Just to kind of clarify for people. Yeah, yeah, and it's like if you take Bill Trennan, who's appeared in stuff before, he, you know, started, he be kind of became more famous by being a translator, you yeah. know, like he's not the translator, but he he translated for Miyamoto because his Japanese is freaking scary good, right? Yeah. And so he's got a great personality. So they feature him in this kind of stuff. And yeah. with Audrey, obviously, has, has history um, on the web as well. I think they thought it was a cool idea to do a little cameo like yeah. that. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. No, that's okay. Okay, so uh, Grant uh, wrote in, He's saying, while I enjoy crossovers like Smash Brothers and Nintendo Land, I've always wondered what a crossover adventure game with Nintendo characters would look like with lots of characters from Nintendo and close affiliates merging in an almost Lego Marvel style, but on a grander scale. I was wondering what your thoughts and ideas are about that. So I guess I have a question in response to the question, though. Is he talking about... He's not going to be able to answer it. I I can tell you right now. But (laughs) is he saying adventure in the idea of like a start to finish, or we're talking point and click adventure? Because last night, some folks came at me when I said Zelda is an adventure game and not should not be in the RPG category. It's an action adventure. You're absolutely right. Okay. Yeah, yeah I got I got some blowback for that. I was like, no. oh, it's an RPG for now. And well, like, that's oh, because I mean, yeah, we talked about this before, but yeah. the the def- definition of an RPG are heavily on um, 
it's a game genre that relies heavily on stats alteration and character development and while you know obviously you upgrade your health in almost all games and you use lots of tools in a Zelda game it is not about grinding per se you're grinding actually for money in this yeah, one more yeah. than in no, other games they're pretty generous if you know how to yeah. find secret, uh, secret treasure chests but you're right you, do, you can grind for but, money but, and we talked about this before but Zelda 2 was the game that actually had experience points. That's right. So that one is considered to be an action RPG, whereas all the other games are action adventures. Okay, so that, yeah. that was my, my question to his question. Mm -hmm. Thanks for clarifying that. All right, so what do you guys no, think? No, I think he's just generally talking about, like, could you do a game, like, you know, Lego is great at, like, basically Lego-fying all these different universes and always works, Could you works, do Lego right? Nintendo in theory? Well, like, yeah, I mean, I think that'd be oh amazing, God, of that'd course. Like a Mario incredible. game with a Lego style. No, but he's asking more like other third parties, like pulling in characters from around the world. And obviously Sony did that with their All-Stars. Mm. Um, Smash we've Brothers had, clone uh, didn't, yeah. didn't work. We've had uh, a couple of our new hires here in the office are obsessed with uh, Dota 2, which mm -hmm. is a MOBA. And uh, I started thinking like, Nintendo should do a MOBA. Oh, like, man. Like to imagine if like the heroes were these classic characters and you have like yeah. the kind of trash creeper mobs that are, Goombas and and they kind of did troopers. with uh, with Pikmin, in some respects. Yeah, but none of them. I mean, it's not those a, aren't, It's not structured like a MOBA. But no, but those aren't like character. Like he's saying, like the way that Smash pays tribute to Nintendo history. Mm -hmm. Like, why not do that in another franchise? And I completely agree. Like that's the th like one of the main things Nintendo has going for it is this like history and legacy. Sure. And I feel like it 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 would be wise to embrace it. Like Nintendo Land embraced it. I felt I felt like it could have embraced it more. Yeah. Um. Like Smash does an amazing job at at not only giving you an, a great game, but also presenting it as sort of a museum, yep. like a, a, a retrospective oh, into Nintendo history. Mm -hmm. So I don't get people's fascination with the Lego games, though. Oh, I have I not been grabbed by a Lego game in a really, I mean, just like felt it's interested. You have a cold, cold heart. Yeah. I, I kind of do, but. Even Lego Marvel, <laughs> I, I should try it, it. Do you like Lego in general? Did you ever play with oh, Legos? Oh, I loved or? Legos as a kid. Are you kidding? It was you fantastic. But in Lego games, you mostly collect things, which in most platformers annoys me, unless uh -huh. it's like Stars and Mario, because I feel like they have just three. They keep it simple. It's not like collect a so, thousand Lego bits. You know what? They, they do build what you need. Okay, but but it's a, I mean, that's too. a secondary thing, right? Like you, yeah. you collect stuff in order to unlock cool new stuff. Mm -hmm. But the primary, like if you play Marvel superheroes, for example, which, you know, again, if you have a Wii U and you haven't picked it up, pick Lego it up. You mean Lego Marvel. Uh, yeah. Lego, Lego Marvel, Marvel. yeah, yeah. yeah okay. um, play that one. Um, I mean, it is more, it is more kind of like a, a linear path to a boss and then using kind of more puzzle elements to beat the bosses. Yeah. Okay, it's, so not, try it. it's not yeah. as much about collecting stuff per se, but it's kind of like, it's so charming because to see these characters and like, I mean, everyone is powerless as a Lego figurine. Yeah. That's basically the point yeah, of these yeah, games, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, it's like Gandalf going, but he's a tiny little dude yeah, in, the, in, yeah, the, in yeah. the Lord of the Rings game. Yeah, Traveler's Sales does such a good job yeah. of, of paying respect to the to the source material. Too. Yeah. Like, it's the, I think Lego Harry Potter is the best Harry Potter game, I think. Like, oh, that's Star since Wars they added voices, right? Or so the, yeah, it's been that. weird since, no, 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 but, uh, before voices, I mean, they're also like experts at pantomime and like funny Dr. physical Jones, comedy. Dr. Jones, <laughs> I, I like the I like the voice. Yeah, I, I kind of missed the silent pantomime. I thought there was something really charming about that. that yeah, so the, the characters, if you haven't played them, the characters used to just go, Whoa, yep. and they yeah. were sounded like, so, you know, like they, they actually kind of sounded like Harrison Ford sure, and, yeah. and, like, and, and like Luke Skywalker. Like boom boom from but, uh, <laughs> Super Mario 3D World. Sorry. But it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, and it was great. I, I really liked that, but 
I, well, you got to this point where you felt like now I've seen the storytelling. Like they sure. always make the same joke that everybody just goes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And so then Lego Lord of the Rings came out. I was like, Oh you no! Now they're gonna talk. They're gonna, yeah, yeah. They're, they're gonna ruin it all. But it actually worked. I thought yeah, that I thought, yeah, it worked well. In yeah. Lord of the Rings DC uh, or DC two, I guess. Yeah, this one. Okay, and so if I had to play two Lego games this weekend, if I was willing to hear this out. What should I play? You don't have friends, right? You don't have friends. Uh, yeah, another big thing is I play them with my girlfriend. I think yeah. they're really fun. So I play them with my kids, and that's where most of the fun is, okay. is so have working together. All right. So this first, <laughs> this go weekend. have kids sure. or take any that you see. Yeah. Right. If, uh, yeah. Um, no, but which two? Play Lego City Undercover. I'll give you two kids. I have so many kids. Dude. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. so glad this all worked out. But no, give me two games I should try for Lego City. Play Lego City Undercover for Wii U. Yeah. That's that's a single player only one, and it's a really fun take. I demoed that. Okay, I'll try that. Lego City is like GTA. And then Marvel. Like I would do Marvel, the I'll new Marvel. one. Yeah. If you're a Marvel fan, are you a Marvel I am, fan? Uh, yeah, somewhat, like yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, open world uh, Batman is, mm-hmm. is Yeah, fun. it depends. What's your favorite? Like, the games are all kind of the same. So it's yeah. like, what do you like the most? Do you like and Marvel And that's what worries me about or... them. It's just like, that's why I kind of have never they, cared. They do kind of do the same the thing. Mario games are kind of the same. Zelda yeah. games are kind of the same. The yeah, perfect find ways to make them the, interesting, though. Yeah. No, but the perfect... And, and that's not true. Like, Lego Undercover is more about driving vehicles and stuff. It is definitely more like GTA. What is true about all these games is if you really if you remove Lego or the license, they kind of fall fall apart, right? It is really is that about a, that, that a Lego kind pun? of huh? Was that a Lego pun? Yeah, <laughs> if we're you, all about uh, the puns this episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, so snap to it. <laughs> oh God! Uh, here got a question from Diecast for me actually. My question is mainly directed at Pear. My wife and I are expecting our first child in a month. Congratulations! Congratulations! Congratulations. Most coworkers, awesome. most coworkers and friends I uh, know, I know I'm a big game and i've been getting the you'll never have time just sell all your stuff um thing from all of them with a ps4 on order for the holiday and a mario and zelda out uh tomorrow is it uh, okay this is a sorry this is a little old question is it realistic to think i can still get a good amount of gaming in or is my gaming over till my daughter can be distracted by games herself just no way learn to live without sleep you know i i remember you know so i I got lots of playtime in when my daughter um, was little and still screaming. Yeah. Um, and that's because my wife was always so tired that she needed to sleep. She went to sleep really early, yeah. and, and we, you had to wake up multiple times uh, in the night. I can do fine without sleep. So I actually got more playtime in because my wife didn't, you know, didn't get annoyed that I was playing so many games. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't want to take over the TV, and because you just need something to do while your daughter yeah. is lying next to you screaming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> or, I, when uh, when my sister had uh, her son, uh, my nephew, and I babysat, I could distract him easily with games yeah. when he was a newborn. I would just sit him nearby, play a two-hour race in Gran Turismo, and he would just be like totally fine yeah and like kids really like if you're just near them right yeah. and so like you can either sit near the crib and twiddle your thumbs or you can play a game while you're yeah. doing that on your 3ds yeah. or on, on your device i mean if they start crying pick um, them up yeah. like come on you know put it, the game down don't don't finish that level of knack and <laughs> and then the other that will make him cry, knack yeah. Will yeah. Make him cry. Mm-hmm. no but the other thing is um Look, I mean, you, your your freedom is going to take a little bit of a hit. You know, the days where you could just say, I'm hungry and want some shawarma. And you just walk out with your wife and you go to a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. That's over, right? You got a little kid. You are going to be stuck at home. Um, you have to get a babysitter if you want, want to go to the movies. Therefore, you got to find stuff to do in your house. What could be more perfect than video games, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, don't don't worry about that. So don't believe those people. If you want to play more games, have a kid? Yep. Okay. 
Yeah, that's it. That, that worked for me. I mean, I had three kids just to have a four-player team, so it yeah. worked. Um, <laughs> and then the uh, uh, yeah, and then the other thing is that I actually kept my GameCube, and mm-hmm. so you know, even though I was I had already moved on to the next generation of consoles, um, I set up my uh, my GameCube when my daughter was old enough in her room, and she played Wind Waker and all that kind of stuff. She didn't care if the graphics weren't as good as the PlayStation. See, I would have gone a different route. I would have started them on NES games, then moved them up to Super Nintendo. Yeah, like, I did have actually. them play the classics. So I actually no, I hope up the Super NES okay. and you know like th- those things are unbreakable the yep. controllers everything mm-hmm. you know you can't scratch the disc they, they're like with uh, the disc based console and actually some of my GameCube games are scratched now it makes me sad luckily it's like Pikmin and stuff which I now have on the on the Wii anyway okay. but, got it um, but yeah that's uh, the Super NES the NES are perfect for kids to start with you know simple colors and games are a little hard yeah yeah, I would just plot out Nintendo history as the child is growing up. Be like, okay, wow. you're gonna play this next. You're gonna play that next. Yeah, no, that, write you, me a book report. How about far it. back are you going? Are you gonna make a play like old Nickelodeon? I would. And, like, no, pop not that far. <laughs> no, 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 but, no. But the good news about kids is they don't care about graphics yep. as much as we do. And honestly, some of the older games are a little safer. They're not as violent. Keep them away from your iPhone. Um, no, they're great games on the on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. How are they gonna learn to cut that rope? I'm find that water. I'm pro every game. Except for know. Engage. Show them show grab by the ghoulies. Um, sure. Skulls of the Shogun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just naming things. Yep. Do you want to get to question of the week? Yes, Yay. let's do All right. that. So our question of the week comes from John, 0mus14 on IGN. Yeah. Um, so he says, uh, similar to um, your question, if you had to nuke one Nintendo franchise question, which, by the way, for some reason, lots of people took offense to. That we didn't say we are going to nuke one. Yeah, um, Nintendo's not going to listen one. to us. Yeah, you know. Uh, no, that was more of a question like, "Hey, out of all the games that you love, if you had to give one up, it's that mean question, of, like the Desert Island." Out of all of your children, right. which one do you love? Yeah, the pair. Least? So, <laughs> which one do you love the least? <laughs> uh, nice. So, uh, oh, that's easy. Um, so, John, uh, John had a similar no question. Answer. He says, "Which recurring Zelda item would you be okay with never seeing again?" And then on the flip side, which one-time item from a past Zelda game do you want to uh, make a comeback in the next game? You know, and he's saying I could live without the slingshot um, to never come back, and you know, which it seems very similar to the bow and arrow and other things. So yeah, I could see yeah, that. But the pilotable hook beetle from Skyward Sword was a hell, a hell of a lot of fun, and I want to see it back again. Yeah. So uh, let us know what you think. Post um, post your choices in the comments on IGN. If you go to ign.com/slash Wii U, you can find the podcast pretty easily. Otherwise, Google NVC and, and on 3ds it. as well. Our 3ds yeah. channel has there the you go. There it's there well. too. And just leave a comment. Um, what you know, Zelda item has to make a comeback in the next one and which one could you live with giving up and we'll give you next week we'll give you our answers as well Mm -hmm. and um, yeah so so please do that if you don't have the internet and you're listening to this on some magical device you can also email us using a magical device at nvc at ign.com if you have a suggestion for future question of the week um, send it in and if you have another question Zoom listeners is that what you're talking about (laughs) that's a magical device let me I'm I'm gonna put a little little food for thought for this question. Okay. What's the next Zelda that got rid of the sword? What? The Master Sword? <laughs> Any sword. Any sword? No sword. Think about Be that. Like what kind of a game is it? Castlevania? Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> you fought a bunch of Draculas. Him and Ganon are the same thing. They there just keep go. coming back. Wow, that's a uh, weird one. Uh, what would Zelda be without a sword? You can finish the first game fair. without a sword. 
Yeah. The NES one. That's to, possible. To be fair, also the DS point-and-click Zeldas were kind of swordless in a way. Oh, my God. Those are point-and-click games. Like That's you weird. could, he, if, if, <laughs> if Link didn't have a sword in his hand, he would have just punched people to death. Sure. Yeah. Tournament yeah, brawlers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> brawlers. Yeah, a little brawler. Uh, that's right. a good one. Yeah. yeah. That'd be terrible. Yeah. I like swords. Be an interesting mess. Yeah. I like swords. Yeah. And it? that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Really quickly around the room, you can find Marty on Twitter at Nick Biggity with two G's and two T's. What's your Nintendo ID, by the way, sir? Also Mick Biggity. Oh, there you go. All right. McGiggles. Next. McGiggles. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I'm pair IGN on Twitter, one word, uh, and then on, uh, Wii U, you, I think I'm pair dash IGN, but unfortunately friend list is full. Yeah, um, please but don't you, send you, friend requests. You can follow me, follow. you can message me, um, and same, you know, I usually have pair dash IGN or pair IGN, one word, on all consoles and everything, so send me an, uh, a friend request and yeah. I'll add you. At Jose Otero on Twitter, there's an underscore in there, so I'll say underscore Otero. Um, on Nintendo ID, there are two. One is just Jose Otero, one word, and the other is uh, Sushi X or Mr. Sushi X. I forget. Something I saw like it that. this weekend. Um, people have found it. <laughs> I saw it this week. <laughs> I, I saw did. myself. I saw, I saw my console. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you friends? Are the consoles friends with each other? No. I should, but I don't. Why? Why I should know. I friend myself? He's interested. You know it's like I looking can... in the mirror, like... All, t- all day. Like, why was that you know, Jose Otero, can you ask Nintendo next time if they're going to raise the friend cap? Oh, to Cause, past 100? Because the friend cap now on the other platforms is way what, past 100. 1,000, right? 2,000, yeah. crazy like that. Yeah. 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 Next time we ask get him. access, sure. I, I want to know. No, but anyway, thank you for listening, and we'll, we'll see you next week. Enjoy the holiday, and uh, we have some really cool episodes coming up that are getting planned in the background, so hopefully you enjoy them. Cheers.